Hey pals, welcome to another episode of Sunshine and Rainbows podcast, a space where we chat about when life isn't all sunshine and rainbows. I'm your host, Manda, and I cannot wait to get started with another episode. I'm going to be completely honest. This episode was hard for me to write, mostly because I didn't like the conclusion I came up with. I'll explain more. Let's just get into it. All right, so I'm sitting here writing this episode at a coffee shop while my husband Kev is running one of his many marathons of the year. I'm armed with my coffee, my AirPods, my laptop, and a strawberry-covered donut. I'm literally sitting steps from the ocean, and it's honestly paradise. These are one of the few moments that I'm happy and thankful I actually live in Florida. But I literally cannot stop thinking about an interaction I just had when ordering my coffee. Do you operate in your own little world, like smiling to passerbys and joyfully unaware of your surroundings? Or are you like me, the true crime addict who has the don't speak to me look plastered on her face with one AirPod in and the mentality of be weird, be rude, stay alive. Okay, fine. I'm not always like that, but it definitely has heightened when I'm alone. So the interaction I mentioned. I'm minding my own business, waiting on the woman ahead of me to order her coffee, when I noticed the barista getting noticeably upset that the woman could not decide on what coffee she wanted to order. Look, I get it. There was definitely a line. But most of us were clearly marathon supporters. Who else would be awake this early on a Sunday? As the barista's body language changed, so did the woman's demeanor. She got more and more frazzled as her eyes scanned the intricate menu in haste. She finally turned around and asked me, what the heck do you drink here? Can you please just order for me? To be honest, I laughed to myself. Only because I was previously a barista at the same coffee company and remembered two very significant moments in my time there. The first time I felt frazzled and didn't know what the heck to order and the first time I was annoyed at a customer for being frazzled during their order. I walked over to help her, knowing full well that she was not going to like my go-to coffee order. Fun fact, did you know that a coffee order is actually one of the most personal things about someone? I bet you just laughed at me, but I'm serious. Working there in college, I learned so much about the recipes and the way people could substitute. It's actually a science. No fact checking here, okay, just trust me. I used to be able to look at someone when they walked in the door and guess their coffee order correctly. I was seriously that in tune to the science of coffee. But today was different. Instead of telling her an order that I thought she'd like more, I gave her my go-to, an iced quad espresso with a splash of almond milk and one pump of skinny cinnamon dolce. She said, I'll take it. And we both ordered the same exact drink. After getting mine, I set up shop to write this episode on the terrace outside. She made a point to come over and thank me for influencing her to order that drink. Wait a second. Did she just say I influenced her? Okay, my mind stopped and since that moment, which has almost been a month now, I can't stop thinking about it. I say this because to my embarrassment, that's actually my job title. I am legitimately a social media influencer. I just held back the vomit saying that just now. 
I would quite literally rather be introduced in a bar as a murderer than an influencer. When people ask about my job, I'll describe it as marketing or social media consulting, but never, ever, 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 ever as influencer. Why? Well, mostly because I'm overly conscious of the stigma and stereotypes that come with being an influencer. When you think about that word, your mind probably goes to a former bachelor or bachelorette contestant posting stories about fab fit fun boxes or sugar bear hair gummies. You probably now also think of TikTok dancers, free products, PR packages, and a social media page that is basically a billboard. Well, in most cases, you're not wrong. When I looked up the definition of influencer, I found that it said, a person or thing that influences another. Also, a person with the ability to influence potential buyers of a product or service by promoting or recommending the items on social media. Right under those definitions, I found a link that posed the question, why are influencers bad? <laughs> Personally, when I think of an influencer, my mind drifts to perfection, whether if it's in fashion, beauty, lifestyle, or the fitness space. Everything is perfectly curated and an all-encompassing highlight reel. That's where people can get it twisted. If social media becomes a highlight reel and all that you're consuming from day to day, then your brain will naturally begin to distort your reality. While I personally don't view my page as such, some of you might beg to differ. Well, that's why we're here. Congrats, I'm starting another conversation. If you haven't figured it out yet, that's kind of the theme of this whole podcast. So, into a topic that most people think is very taboo. I'm an influencer, but that was never my plan. Let's take this back a couple years to 2019 when Mana's Instagram would first be described as poppin'. Sure, I had an account when the app first started, but to be honest, I used Facebook and Snapchat way more religiously. It wasn't until those started to fade when I really realized the benefit of building a community on Instagram. I started posting photos of all the animals I was working around, because as we know, it was my dream to eventually become a killer whale trainer. A very biased documentary had come out in the previous years about one of my dream facilities to work at, and I saw the tumble of the company during the fallout. That's when I think I first realized the power of marketing or when there's actually a lack thereof. So as I'm posting my animal photos, I realized that while my world was full of animal facts, passion for conservation, and oceanic knowledge, not everyone lived with that luxury or mentality. I saw how this documentary began to dehumanize these animal trainers that had devoted their lives to caring for such incredible animals. So I wanted to make sure my social media presented me as a human. I wanted to show that other sides of the story existed. Even if no one was listening or paying attention, at least I knew I was doing something. I will say, once I started my job working with killer whales, that's when people started to notice me on social media. They're flashy, they're dangerous, and honestly awe-inspiring. Sure, maybe they were there to see the incredible animal I got to care for, but if they absorbed a new fact along the way, then maybe I did my job correctly. Long story long, or as we covered in episode one, life threw a curveball giving me the option to pivot in my animal training career. 
It also gave me a pivot in my growing Instagram presence. I realized that while I loved sharing animal facts, that curveball made it clear that that side of me wasn't my full identity. I began experimenting with sharing other facts of life, showing goofy moments with Kev, my imperfect healthy lifestyle, my creative side, my love of color, and finally, my desire to share about causes that matter to me. I began to find my voice online and it was honestly so empowering. To be honest, never in my wildest dreams did I ever, ever think that my job title would be influencer. That I would quite literally get paid to share about things I love. I've realized recently that I and the influencers around me in my community have a unique opportunity to hold brands accountable, to hold people accountable, and eventually hold the world accountable. Because honestly, if the rest of the world feels emboldened to hold celebrities and influencers accountable, then I think the same should apply. I want us to be better. I want to start conversations. I want to learn and grow, do research, and be part of someone that makes a difference. Yeah, I'm an influencer. I have a platform. Technically, the people that follow me are my audience. But instead of just sharing the latest fashion trend or what skincare products they should be buying, I want to use that voice that my audience has given me for good. I want my platform to be a safe space where people feel like they can bring up conversations and we can all contribute to becoming better together. So, hi, I'm Manda, and I guess I'm an influencer. But you know what? So are you. Did you just laugh at me? Look, I get it. I was there up until a month ago in that coffee shop. But it was at that moment that I realized that even when I wasn't working or doing active influencing, I was still influencing people's decisions, opinions, and thought processes. Kind of scary, right? It's one thing to be aware of said influencing, but what about the times that you, like I was that day, are giving off the vibes of not-so-niceness or unwanted conversation? or even a classic RBF face. I've come to realize that even when I'm not actively working, I'm still influencing. I honestly think, pals, that it's not a question of if you have influence on those around you, whether they're peers, friends, or random women in a coffee shop. It's how you're using that influence. The thought that someone cares about what I have to say is a very validating feeling. Sure, taking cute photos and sharing fun moments was a great way to express my creativity. But recently within the past five months since doing this full time, I've honed in on my why. That's the thing, when I first started, I didn't exactly have a why. I had a who, but not why I was doing what I was doing. Over the years, my reason for doing the Instagram thing and becoming an influencer has actually evolved, as most things do. The goal was never to make millions. It was never a goal to get a book deal, start a podcast, or 
even attend fancy events or become a household name. The goal was never to be on a reality show or be famous for some crazy scandal. P.S. I haven't done any of that, just in case you were wondering. But the goal was just to reach one person, someone, anyone. I now realize that it's always been there, my purpose. I just wasn't quite able to articulate it as eloquently as now. But like I said, I've done some soul searching and I'm very passionate about my mission statement for my brand, That Manda Girl. So I'm gonna share it with you. And if you don't like it, please keep it to yourself. Thank you. I want to inspire meaningful conversations within women by openly sharing my bold and colorful lifestyle, my journey with mental health, and my goals to advocate for inclusivity. That's it. (laughs) While Amanda is many things and doesn't just put her identity into one single category, I feel very strongly, even as a child, about being bold. Whether that's with my style, like I literally have hot pink hair currently, my words, my actions, my views, and my beliefs. I want to empower others to feel worthy of existing, feel worthy of taking up space in this world. I also want to consistently break down the barriers of perfection that I've been gripped by, and the internet and society seem to keep putting those restrictions around us. I want to be better. I want to do better. And I want to exist in a better world. So instead of constantly complaining about the fires around me or feeling like regardless of what I do, it'll never change, I'm committing to taking on one tiny step in the right direction every single day. So I'm starting the conversation, but are you going to continue it? Woo, okay, things got kind of deep there, not gonna lie, but that's kind of the point of all this, right? To keep peeling back layers and give you all just a little bit more insight into my life and what I think and hopefully a lot of you think some of the same things too. That's why you're here, right? Anyways, thank you so much for listening and supporting everything that I do. I really am so thankful for all of y'all. A lot of things that influencers don't recognize is they wouldn't be anywhere without their community. And while I know that I talk about this pretty frequently over on my page, That Mana Girl, I just want to say it again here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for liking my photos, sharing my posts, and even messaging me and telling me that you relate. Sometimes it's really easy in this world to feel alone and feel like you're the only person going through something. So I appreciate every single one of you. I don't think of any of you as followers or subscribers. You're people. You have opinions and you're real humans to me, just like I hope I'm a real human to you. All right. Well, that's all I have to say about that. I hope this episode made you think just a little bit deeper about the way that you are personally portraying yourself in the world, whether you're an influencer by definition or not, 
And maybe it'll just give you an extra moment of pause to think about the way that you are presenting yourself to the rest of the people in the world watching. Because while you think that no one is noticing, I guarantee you, people are. You have a voice, you have a purpose, and you are important. So start showing it. Pals, thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of Sunshine and Rainbows podcast. I'm blown away that we are already on episode seven. Based on statistics, most podcasts don't even make it to this point. So I'm so lucky to have you here and have you supporting me. Speaking of number seven, we actually just hit 700 followers on our podcast Instagram, Sunshine and Rainbows Pod. Thank you so much again for all your support. It means the world. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you can receive new episodes right when they're released. You can either subscribe right now on the app you're listening to, or you can head over to my Instagram, that man and girl, or our podcast Instagram, Sunshine and Rainbows Pod, to find out more info. Lastly, I do have a quick favor to ask before you go. If you're enjoying the podcast, I really hope you'll let me know. Seriously, feedback is incredible, and it's the way that I learn and process all the information. I love reading reviews, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and if you have a minute to spare, I would love to read yours too. These reviews let podcast apps know that listeners like you enjoy my show, and that helps me expand my reach and search results. So seriously, it does make a difference. Thank you so much again. I hope you guys have an incredible week. I'll see you next Monday.